Hey, welcome to the Brilliant Perspectives podcast with Graham Cook. I'm your host, Michael Becchio. And in this episode, we continue with our theme of empowering grace. Let's start here today. In Psalm 34, verse 1 through 3, David writes, I will bless the Lord at all times, and his praise shall continually be in my mouth. My soul will make its boast in the Lord, and the humble will hear it and rejoice. Oh, magnify the Lord with me, and let us exalt his name together. (laughs) Scriptures like this give us an invitation to a higher kingdom perspective, one that is based on God's majesty and magnificence. You know, you don't ever have to understand things from your perspective, beloved. You are freed and empowered to see as Jesus sees and never be under the yoke of worldly thinking or earthbound angst. If we draw out this thought, it leads to questions like this. What if we're supposed to live in and have an unbroken experience of the immeasurable riches of God's grace? and the beauty of his kindness towards us in Christ. How radical could a life like that be? What if we're meant to live from a lifestyle that's raised up with Christ and seated with him in heavenly places? How would this change our view of our lives or of our circumstances? And what would be its implications toward our confidence in who God will be for us and towards us always? And another question, What if settledness and peace in his empowering presence is the normal, everyday reality for a believer, even in the midst of trialing earthly circumstances? What if you could live there every single day? Beloved, grace gives you an elevated focus. Scripture says that we have the mind of Christ that you're seated with Christ in heavenly places, that you died and your life is now hidden with Christ in God. These are all biblical realities of our present life in God. So my reply to all those previous questions would be, why not? (laughs) You know, it's good to ask ourselves these questions and take a moment to picture with the Holy Spirit's help what this life in Christ actually looks like to imagine how it would affect our daily lives if we respond to it and live in it. Truth be told about today's episode, I actually wanted to include more content from Graham in it. I wanted to make it more like 15 to 20 minutes or more, but honestly, it took me quite a while just to listen through this 10-minute portion, and for good reason. It's packed with crucial insight, and I don't believe we want to move on from things like this until they sink in. So I found myself rewinding multiple times to hear a thought again, then really consider and try to picture the reality. You see, I don't want to have a cursory relationship with eternal truth. The real potency of truth is when it grabs hold, takes captive our attention, focuses our rumination, and becomes a continual place of response to God. And in this way, it actually roots into our lives and can bear lasting fruit. There are key truths that we need to abide, dwell, and remain in with God, allowing them to absolutely captivate us. And I just want to take a second to say, I don't normally give quite so much of a lead up in the introduction for the podcast episodes. I like to say a few short, impactful things and 
dive right into Graham's portion, but I really felt stirring in me today the desire to exhort myself and you to really consider the things I'm saying right now, what it looks like to lay hold of truth, to give God and the truth that he's delivering the space to actually transform us into the image of Christ Jesus. There's no greater gift in our life experience after God's love and peace and forgiveness than walking out life as Christ would in his image, according to his nature. What a glorious reality Jesus has opened the way for, and we don't want to miss that. So, again, there's key truths that we want to abide, dwell, and remain in with God, and we want to be captivated by those things because this kindles a solid place of fellowship with God and a visceral partnership with the Holy Spirit in our formation into Christ's image. If I may, beloved, this is an important thought for me and for you. If we are not consistently living in the place of a heavenly perspective, where we're setting our mind on things above and not on things below, then we may need to camp out on this concept with God. I would rather see you and me deeply impacted and transformed by this single 10-minute teaching from Graham than take in all of Brilliant Perspective's resources and not give any of it the time to actually change us. And I'm speaking from experience here. Having followed Graham over the last 16 years, I once settled on a string of messages that Graham delivered in a three-day conference, and I chose not to move on from them for over a year because the Lord made this plain to me. Son, he began, we're going to camp out on this together. I want you to re-listen to it multiple times and write down the key highlights and insights. Then we're going to take time to practice them and become them. It's imperative that you take the journey of becoming these things with me, for transformation doesn't happen just because of listening or observation, but by intention, setting your focus and choosing not to move on from it. <laughs> that, was, that was powerful for me. And the fruit from that time in my life is still bearing a yield over 10 years later. So may I encourage you to consider circling back to what God has said to you, beloved, and soak in it. And if you're not sure, why not take this message from Graham and do the same? It doesn't mean that you never move on or you can't listen to some other things as you go, but don't lose your focus. For focusing on what God is trying to form in you is and always has been a superpower. Keep your attention on what God has highlighted. And don't be distracted from the glory of what he's showing you and doing in you now. Sometimes you don't need more truths. You just need to be changed by the ones you've already received. Okay, <laughs> a quick note before we continue on to Graham. I've included the prayer that Graham offers at the end of the episode in the description for this podcast. I encourage you to pray it daily this week and imagine yourself truly looking at and engaging with your Father as you pray it. Your relationship in Him is the key to what you're looking for, beloved of God. All right, let's dive in. Many blessings and great grace to you, and may you find yourself living in the increasing beauty that the awareness of your heavenly position with Him brings. Enjoy. Welcome to today's devotional mentoring 
on the higher perspective that grace gives us. As we've learned on this journey through the nature of freedom, God's primary purpose is to make you in His image. Genesis 1:26. The passion of God's heart was to have a family. And that is what Jesus gave the Father on the cross. He gave him back his family. And God desires that everything in our lives, every situation, every area of development, every opportunity before us is to connect us to that primary purpose of being with God. Every situation we encounter holds an opportunity to become more like Jesus. And God's empowering presence, His grace, is the way we realize and receive His primary purpose in our lives. That's the key truth here. And the role of the Holy Spirit is to empower you to receive God's intention and use it to generate your response to the grace that overpowers all things. It's God's passion for a family is where his heart becomes knit to ours. And grace is his chosen means of creating that relationship with us. Far too often though, I think people try to understand their journey from an earthbound perspective. So that means they rely on logic and reason to find solutions to their problems. Or they believe that peace will be present only when circumstances turn out the way they imagine. But Isaiah 55, 9 says a different thing. It says, For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. So grace empowers us to rise to a higher perspective so that we can see more as God sees it. It's what enables us to make Colossians 3 verses 1 to 3 our lifestyle. And those verses say, If then you were raised with Christ, and you were, seek those things which are above, where Christ is sitting at the right hand of God. Set your mind on things above, not on things on the earth. For you died, and your life is hidden with Christ in God. Fabulous. God initiated our salvation. He raised us with Jesus from the dead into new life. And he is the one who put us into Christ. So our response in grace is to seek the things that are above because that's where Jesus is now. So I like the fact that when my mind is wandering off in worry or fear about situations on earth, that I don't have to try to understand them from that perspective. Set your mind on things above. I love that. Because that's our purposeful, active response. And it's a real joy. It's a total pleasure. Because who could possibly want earthbound perspectives when heavenly ones are on offer? That would be silly. Beloved, grace gives us elevated focus, without all the angst. Remember, grace begins in heaven, not on earth. 
your redemption has given you the mind of Christ. And he's in heaven now at the right hand of the Father, interceding for you to get it, to understand everything that belongs to you. And God's primary purpose is for you to think with his mind and from his perspective. Our response is learning to remain in his good thoughts towards us and about us. So it's the empowering presence of grace that fuels that whole process. You know, the enemy wants to magnify your circumstances and the negatives around your life. But when we choose to magnify the Lord instead, we're setting our mind on things above. In Psalm 34, 3, David wrote, Come magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together. It's an invitation to a higher kingdom perspective based on God's majesty. Ephesians 2 verses 6 to 7 says that we were raised into new life and we are seated in heavenly places in Christ so that God could show the exceeding riches of his grace and kindness in Jesus. What do you think? You think that if you were to abide and stay and dwell in that place, that you would be subject to the angst of worry, fear, and all that stuff? <laughs> the world desperately needs people who can live life on earth from the elevated perspective of heaven. It makes you a different person. People who set their minds on things above, not things below. People who reflect an accurate image of God's true nature and whose lives become an opportunity for the world to taste and see the goodness of God. Grace is present for you to realize that reality. God's presence, his empowering presence is at work in you and at work for you so that grace can flow through you to everyone you encounter. That's a glorious lifestyle of grace. If your life has not yet become glorious in grace, then it's a sign that you have something immense and precious to discover in your relationship with the Father, with Jesus, and with the Holy Spirit. So as you go through your day, consider about where your mind is. Think about your thinking. Partner with the Holy Spirit in the art of awareness. And if you find yourself focused on the problems and difficulties of earth, open your heart to his empowering presence and pray this. Father, thank you that you are empowering me to set my mind on things above, not on things on the earth. Holy Spirit, I open my heart to your empowering presence to elevate my thinking. Lord Jesus, I rejoice in the gift of the mind of Christ. I partner with you to see this the way that you see it, to think about it the way you're thinking about it, and to talk about it the way you're talking about it in heaven.
I celebrate your glorious grace, and it is my delight to stay and remain in grace for your sake. Amen. You know, you can write down that prayer, or you can craft one of your own and carry it with you. Maybe post it in a place where you'll see it often. And develop a rhythm with God of thanksgiving and rejoicing in grace. Begin to practice the joy of expectation in His empowering presence. And have the joy of setting your mind on things above and the fellowship of abiding there with Him. Thanks for listening today. I really appreciate it. Catch you next time.